off to podcasts that makes sense <laughs> that's how much i love the game that makes sense that's exa- that's how we're gonna start this episode that you <laughs> saying that by the way we've started now Hi, Ani, <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody welcome to house ho i am your hostess we just I, I don't know why i haven't been saying that i'm your hostess animoosh Thank you for for all coming back. Um, This is episode four, and we have a, oh my God, so excited. Um, My guest today is Sam Buck. Yo, yo, yo. Comedian and good friend and podcaster and therapist of mine. (laughs) Friend. Um, Friend. I said friend. Friend first. I said friend first before all of that. That's a tongue twister. A friend first. Say it five times fast. I said friend first. 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 I think I fucked it up. <laughs> no, you did good. <laughs> you did real good. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy. Like, uh, I'm getting used to like starting podcasts on my own, and I feel like you're the perfect guest so far for this podcast too because what we're about to like get into we just talk about on a regular basis anyways yeah this is literally just our almost daily conversation on facetime it almost feels weird that like i'm holding a mic because we're just gonna continue the conversation that we have been having we have to pretend that we keep losing connectivity and can't hear each other if we want it to be (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. if we want to be realistic we have to be like oh wait you're cutting out can you repeat that yeah wait what'd you say Wait, one more time. Uh, wait, Hold I on, can't. let me call you. Uh, uh, yeah, let me call you back. <laughs> I can't. The connection keeps breaking. I'm enough. driving. Let me just call you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm always... Yeah. E- wait, whoever, whatever. We've had full-on <laughs> business meetings with me riding my bike. Yeah. <laughs> that is how dedicated we are to each other's craft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how I ate shit on the bike is because I was on my phone and I, I hit a pothole. Yeah, that wasn't good. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> I'm going to have scar forever now. <laughs> yeah dude that that you'll think of me every time shout out boom that's oh. our new handshake is we what if i just screamed in pain <laughs> that's what you have to do instead of the slap of a high five it's <laughs> i i'm sorry for taking this over already <laughs> okay. but you do this with every podcast <laughs> you guessed on a news coming <laughs> and it's fine it's fine <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right never mind, never no, mind. no 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 <laughs> keep <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> when I fell on my bike, I had, like, PTSD from it. Oh, I was no. so scared to ride my bike again. And I finally, like, slowly got back into it, and now I'm back into it. But for real, I was, like, scared to do it after that injury. Yeah, it's a metaphor for life, dude. <laughs> it, fucking, it really <laughs> is, bro. Getting it deep, really dude. Is. It's because we had one bong rip before we started this we've podcast. had way more than that <laughs> today <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um so okay uh what i've been doing so far on this podcast having ever guest on uh i've been trying to get ba- as you know i've been trying to get back behind a mic and this is my way of like doing it and getting comfortable and so far i feel like it's been going well and at the same time i i wanted to talk to other like friends or artists or Whoever I, like, find that would maybe have, like, good advice for someone who's trying to get back into, like, their craft. 
But before we get into like all of those things, we can talk about that throughout. Um, I, I, I don't know. Most people probably, if they're like following me, probably know who you are at this point. Um, because it produced your podcast, Bucked Up. Shout out. Um, so I want to just talk about your like journey into like getting into comedy and into podcasting because I think a lot of people can relate to it. And I know you've told this story so many times, but for the new listeners who don't know who you are and who are meeting you for the first time, um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you got into all the things that you do. Man, it's a crazy. I'll give like the <coughs> the like notebook checkpoints yeah. of what happened. Yeah, because it is crazy up until when we met, mm-hmm. and then like yeah, that was a different chapter. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I started working with you, mm-hmm. but I always like looking back as a kid. I always loved comedy. Mm-hmm. Like when I my tenth birthday, I met Jim Gaffigan. And they, my parents took me to see him perform. That's cool. And it's funny. You think Jim Gaffigan's clean until you see him and you're 10 years old. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait, he's not. <laughs> you he's finally not find, find out what raunch is or something. Exactly. Yeah. And so that, that I always loved it. But when I was 16, that's when I got in the hockey accident. Mm-hmm. And So had, back up. You, got, you started playing hockey. To impress a girl. To impress a girl. Dude, so fucking dumb. You know you know your first couple relationships when you don't know what you're doing, so you just like Young and dumb. You watch movies and you think you're supposed to make these like grand gestures because mm-hmm. that's how like you win over people in movies. But most times once someone has been done with you a grand gesture will never win them back right. and it only comes across as across as creepy it's cool that you are finding this out at 16 and not at like 21 when and knocking someone up or something yeah no but <laughs> but for real grand gestures never like yeah you have to do something meaningful, yeah. but usually, like, you're not gonna win if a person's <laughs> done with you. You have to realize that that person's done with you. Right. So you started playing hockey. I started playing hockey after this girl <laughs> was already dating a deaf dude. <laughs> was this your first girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. I feel like my first boyfriend. Like, I I learned a lot of shit like that mm-hmm. too. Like, it, same thing. Grand gestures never get someone back. Like. My first boyfriend in high school, we were on and off all through high school. And it was just when we were off, the getting back on was one or the other doing some like crazy ass thing. And it just that's not healthy. And that doesn't help habits form well. No. You know? Oh, my God. And we only dated for like four or five months. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I flew to Indiana to spend Valentine's Day <laughs> with her by myself. That was oh the first God. time I flew by myself. I can't believe your parents let you do that. Dude, they were just so <laughs> thankful. No, do that. dude, they were oh. just so thankful somebody wanted to fuck oh me. My like God. I like I don't know what their vision of me was, but it was definitely that I wasn't getting it in at the age that I was. This is all the ingredients for making a comic. Yeah, because I had just <laughs> lost 60 pounds. So between my sophomore year and junior year of high school, I lost 60 pounds. Okay. So I came back to high school with people being like, that's a completely... Because when you... Yeah. 
when you grow up bigger and you lose that weight for the first time, it completely changes your body. Like, you literally look like a different person. Because you are. Because you've never been. But like now, if I lose weight, like when I lost a good amount of weight over quarantine, I didn't really change how I look. Mm -hmm. I kind of looked the same. Yeah. But when you're that young and you lose that much weight, you kind of. So I came back. I was a completely different person. So I had a lot of confidence, Mm -hmm. and I ended up because I was funny. Because I had a lot of trauma and shit. I fucking, you know, like, yeah. I had a good personality. Yeah. And so, yeah, I did create, I tried to impress her, got in the hockey accident. Mm-hmm. I fucking had to lay in a dark room for a month. Because you had a concussion. Because I had a concussion, a level five out of five. Which is wild. Which is wild, dude. And because the coach was like, this fu- I, I literally, like, I probably was unconscious for three to five seconds. Not very long. But, mm-hmm. like, I went out and I came back and the coach was like, all right, just sit it, sit out. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. And I was like, I'm good, but he should have known. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went home. I went to class the next day. You and slept on it, too? Yeah, dude, I did Jesus. homework on it. I went to class the Probably next day. Probably got yelled day. at like once or twice, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then <laughs> I was in class, and I always sat up front for my first class. It was history class with Mr. Hancock. Wow, great teacher. And uh, after class, he was like, "Sam, you you seem out of it. Like, mm. you need to go get checked." And I went to the nurse's office, and they were like, "You need to go to the hospital or get picked up right now." Jesus. And so that went into a month. And uh, I just listened to podcasts and stand up. Mm. And that's kind of how I really fell in love with it. Yeah. That's the first part of the journey. Do you feel like uh, what kind of like how do you learn best? Are you like a visual learner? Do you like I learn best through podcasts? Yeah. Honestly, I was going to say, I wonder if that like was why you gravitated towards that. One hundred percent. The only way I can really learn is through listening mm-hmm. and doing something else. Like, mm-hmm. whether it be audiobooks or podcasts, like, my best learning is when I'm, like, driving, listening, like, taking a walk and listening, riding my bike and listening. Are like, you an independent learner? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... I, I could have been, like, a good student, but, like, I know it. My path changed so much uh-huh. that like I ended up using like my intelligence in a different way. Yeah, I understand that. You know? Yeah. That's the creative side that's like exactly. manifesting itself, yeah. And like chipping away. Yeah. I think about that with my comedy cuz it's like Oh, that's cool. I'm not my comedian my comedy isn't it's not going to make you like really deep think it's like per- really personal mm-hmm. but it's silly mm-hmm. like yeah and it might make you think some but that's not where at least that's not where i'm at as a comedian mm-hmm. but i still see myself as a smart comedian because i can like work hard with that because mm-hmm. you know how you learn yeah exactly so i'm not yeah. like sitting down and writing essays every day and like mining for material but like i know how to work it myself mm-hmm Okay, so you started listening to podcasts. Oh yeah, I'm fucking going on. It's okay. Own. I just I want to be sure that <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> Dude, this, I, ne- I never get fucking free reign. <laughs> um, oh, I know. <laughs> I ne- literally, I'm always the one who has to ask questions. <laughs> I never get. No, free that's rain. why I'm I'm happy to have you on too because like you know kind of like what questions to poke and prod at too and and like get the truth out and I do think I think we think similarly on this where podcasts are a like a moment in time of like where you're at Mm -hmm. and and sort of help other people hopefully grow that are like seeking the same thing um i like feel similarly about certain podcasts and stuff that like i even go back to like certain episodes of like certain podcasts that i'm like oh this really helped me get through this one thing like i might need it again and i don't know i think that that's important that's like something that i want to like provide for people hopefully you were know? you always a nostalgia person yeah oh, okay yeah see i'm not uh, there's so much new shit and i'm so add that i'm i n- barely ever go back to stuff i like it I, I mean definitely you need a balance of both i feel like i i do feel my nostalgia sometimes like takes over current day and that ends up being a problem sometimes like i have to keep up to date or like i don't know what's going on in the fucking world and especially now when like you're in your own shell but i don't know uh i i do go back to certain things because i that whatever something's bothering me and i can find something that helps me through it i feel like it's a resource and i just have like a library of resources in my mind that are like Oh, I could suggest this to someone who's going through the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I don't, what I was trying to say about that is that you and I like think I feel similarly about like podcasts and like a moment in time thing where you can go back to it and see your growth. Oh, it's a journal. Totally. Yeah. So it's kind of like nostalgic to see when you look back. Yeah. We've been doing this for like over a year and a half together. Like, how do you feel about that? You don't go back and listen to your No, I don't go back. And I should. Now that it's somewhat people like are gravitating towards it. Good momentum, dude. It's cool, but uh, it's not. I'll know when I'm ready to go back. Yeah. I'll know when I want to see. Because I remember. See, I remember them. Yeah, I smoke a lot of weed, so I'll have to go back. Am I? But I remember so well. Like, mm-hmm. if you t- like asked me a question about an episode, yeah, I feel like I could pull it back. Oh yeah. Well, you you you. That's like a memory for you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I like. I guess I catalog it a little bit differently because I'm not the one having the conversation. I'm just I'm actively listening in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I mean, there are certain guests that come on i guess in our experience where i'm like wow that person really like spoke to me and they didn't even know and i was in the room you know what i mean mm-hmm. you and i always debrief afterwards i know and they're like oh yeah. my god <laughs> because i as much as it's a memory and mm-hmm. i love every conversation i have i also can't enjoy it to the fullest because i have to be on i was gonna ask you like do you feel like I mean, you're you're usually like a very prepared person. You take notes and stuff. But do you feel like you have to do that for every episode or do you like free flow like some things? It's so funny. Like the episode I just did today, record today with Jay Nice, I almost just went into it. Mm -hmm. 
without doing any prep. Like, I've listened to his stuff. I'm yeah. a fan of his music. There's a reason why you have people Exactly. On. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. wasn't going to. And then I was like, an hour beforehand, I was like, no, that's not. Yeah. I should prepare. Mm-hmm. And boy, was I happy I did. Because you don't need to prepare a lot. But I think it's with anything, not just podcasting. Like, people listening, this could, I don't want it to just yeah, be like yeah, a podcast. No, but, like, you. with any business, if you're going to a, um, like an interview or if you're going to meet someone of importance, have one thing that they wouldn't expect you to know yeah. to bring up first. Yeah. So the first thing I brought up with him is he has a da- an album, oh, an ode to this really, really like underground album. Mm-hmm. And I said, I listened to that album growing up. And I'm if I never looked up that he had that album, yeah. then I would have never like knew, had that connection yeah. with him. And then right off the bat, we had a connection. Mm-hmm. So I like free-flowing, but I do like to have s- a, at least a little bit of structure just as a respect thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's important. I think... Like, we interact with different levels of podcasters, like, all the time. And I just like to get feedback from someone who also is, like, doing it well, you know? Like, mm-hmm. how... how cause People also ask, like, all the time, like, well, how is Sam doing this, like, so well? Like, what's the Sam formula? Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, he just actually enjoys talking to the people that he brings up. What do you mean? Like, it's a conversation. I mean, you pick particular people, of mm-hmm. course. But, like, you... You love what they do. Yeah. You're passionate about what they do and like the community that they may be like associated with or like how they got to where they're at. And that's interesting to like just have a conversation with them. And like that's natural, right? So, like, totally. I mean, how do you overthink it more than that, right? Yeah, but it's also people aren't willing to put it. I don't even think I work that that. I mean, I work hard. <laughs> you do. I know, you but don't like give yourself enough credit. in the yeah, but in it, I feel like people could be putting in more work. Yeah, like that's all it is. Is if they, you also have like sort of a priorities of like. I want to do like put this much out and I want this to be like the message and I want this to be like what it is. And some people just expect it to just come up and you just, I don't know. It's what you put into it. No, totally. But it's also like Lil Uzi Vert. I I don't have any face tattoos, but Lil (laughs) Uzi Vert in an interview was like, I got face tattoos because I know no job would hire me. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I knew that I just had to, like, <laughs> this was it. Like, yeah. and that's kind of what this podcast is for me. Because if you Googled my name <laughs> and, like, yeah. just watched, you would enjoy it, but not in a professional sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so yeah. I put it out there, and I think that's. I'm all in all my chips are in and other people are scared to go all in. Mm -hmm. People are scared to show their true self to the world. And also like you started your podcast. So fucked up. Check it out. Um, It's it it was it's a self-help podcast. People don't think about that. It's it it is a self-help podcast. (laughs) It it really is. And not everybody's trying to start a self-help podcast. So, (laughs) yeah. It's like if, oh, I just want to come in 
and I just want to talk about blah, blah, blah. Well, like, then talk about that. Mm-hmm. And it will be whatever you're passionate about. I don't know. But everyone has a passion. Everyone has everyone a passion. Everyone has a passion. And I if c- you don't, you need to search. Yeah. And it can be, th- like, think about everything that you like, no matter how dumb it is. Mm-hmm. People have created their whole lives around that thing. Yeah. And you can do that, too. Yeah. It's like it's like this podcast, for instance. Like, I, it's hard to categorize yet because we're four episodes in. I kind of know what I want to do mm-hmm. and, like, who I want to talk to and, and what I want to do with it. But I know that I'm passionate about teaching people. I'm passionate about art and, and like, expressing my art and, like, you know, showing X, Y, and Z, like, things behind it. And I'm hoping that that will come out in this podcast as, like, a different form of my art and in a different medium that I can, like, master the same way that I have other things, you know? So I guess it's an arts and crafts podcast or, like, I don't know. (laughs) You're the one who pointed out to me is you're – this is episode four. Yeah. I – Yeah, you're, like – yeah, you're – Like, you don't – not who cares, but, like, who knows what it could be? Yeah. Like the world is your oyster at this point. I'm like, an ar- I guess I'm an art teacher here, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could, it could literally be Who anything knows? you want. Exactly. And like, I think, uh, I mean, you've been poking and prodding for me to like start this for mm-hmm. a really long time. And you're right. I like, but I was, I was very much a overthinking it. And I think I was doing too much at the time too. And I've realized that this is a vessel that's important and that I want to have and blah, 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 blah. So hopefully it will go well and we'll build a little community around it. You Perfect. Know? I'm happy because there's Thank you. everyone should do what they want. You shouldn't not do something because other people do it. Right. Like, like people are like, with me, oh. You're going to start a podcast at the beginning of quarantine? It was brilliant. Everyone does that. Yeah, but not everybody lasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the marathon, the longevity. Mm-hmm. Rap, that's, rap is so helpful with that. Yeah. Expand. Like, comedians... Only hanging out with comedians makes you only see comedy and comedy fans aren't comedians yeah going outside of it and literally just taking a single step outside of it shows how like everyone's i don't want it to be just everyone's in their own bubble yeah and the second you step outside of that and step into another bubble you shouldn't abandon the first one but your world expands so much and you can see from an outside view how people look at you before i was a comedian in the grind and i still am in that but now i have people who are successful in other fields show me how tell me how they see comedy Mm -hmm. and i can use that for my advantage yeah that's cool and like it's even like oh my god we were actually just talking about this too working from home and like having everything at home, it's hard to see things outside that bubble without actively seeking it out. So if you have a really busy week, it's like what happened in the world. You know what I mean? But just going outside, taking a walk, going to a coffee shop and working or like, I don't know, 
at the very minimum, like calling a couple people, whatever. I, it, I don't know why. I guess I'm a workaholic, dude. So I have to actively tell myself to do it. I wonder if other people have that same problem. Yeah. Do you feel like it? Well, no. You you have to go out to mics and stuff, so you don't really have that issue. I have but that like, issue during the day. Yeah. I'm so because we're both on uh, yeah. lonely only lonely only children. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly, uh, but dude. I mean, that's also tough because every single person has their own shit. Like it's resistance. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like uh, some people need certain things more than others, and you know what you need, but yeah. you also know what you're slacking on. Yeah. Like everyone. Yeah. Ha- it knows what they're slacking on and knows what they need to do, yeah. and it, it's just chipping away at the marble. It's like, all right, what can I do for the marathon? The rap thing, Nipsey mm-hmm. Hustle, rest in peace, was talking would uh, talked about the marathon. You have to. You can't just be in it for a year. You mm-hmm. can't go hard for a year, crash and burn, and you might have had a great year. You need to be in it for 10, 15 years. How, yeah. what are your, what can you, like, what can I build for my legacy? Like, if this is the job I'm going to pick, how am I going to help my children with this? Mm-hmm. Or child? How, <laughs> like, how am I going to help yeah. my family? Like, it's a real job, so I have to think about it like that. Yeah. It's like it's crazy too because, oh my god! Like starting your own business and like in the mi- it's the same thing. Like people are like you're crazy, and people don't like deep even understand like how into it like we are too. You know what I mean? Like I feel like sometimes people think I'm just like fucking around here in New York or whatever. Well, that's what but I want. You you don't do comedy anymore, stand up. No, and you I might pick it up. <laughs> you I might d- pick it up, but. The the point is, you work with some of these huge stand-ups, and you're yeah. not trying to get anything from them. You're not trying to get spots. No. And that's the world you stepped outside of. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a rapper. So all these rappers are like, okay, it's cool, because he's not trying to get anything from us. And that's, you stepped out of the world and exceeded, because no one was like, all right, she's trying to get something from us. Yeah, and I guess... It really is about what you who and you know and all that and networking too and it I I don't think it would ever come off like not righteous if like I did get back into comedy and then I did ask somebody to like be in my on my podcast or like whatever it may be like that doesn't change the relationship that I built like prior to starting back up. I mean, like in theory, I could have been doing this underground the entire time and nobody knew, you know what I mean? Like kind of have, but like, (laughs) you know, um, but I don't know. I guess I just had to get over that. Like what other people thought. I just don't give a fuck anymore. Cause like other, it will never work if you think about it like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this is tangent. This is the every episode of a podcast I'm on, we just go on tangent. You know what's hilarious about what you said? I just pulled up my notes just to be like, I'm going to ma- be prepared because I am. <laughs> the next note I had was how to stay on track. <laughs> but like in my mind, but I know where we were. I do know where we were too. But, like, uh, the reason why I wrote that down before we started this podcast was because I feel like uh, you 
have a really good knack for that on podcasts and I'm still I'm actively trying to build that skill back up um, because I haven't been doing this part of the mic for like a mm -hmm. really long time too and when I'm doing producer shit like yes I'm like staying on track like as a producer but I'm also doing like all the other shit so I guess besides like having notes or whatever being involved in the conversation like how did you build that skill of like going back and staying on track with like you just really i don't know if you realize that you're good at it well it's 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 active listening where you like for being prepared i want to have stuff prepared but like listen to how much i would want to talk like yeah. even on this podcast i just like yeah want to talk i unload it most people most not all want to do that mm -hmm. so if you just listen to what someone's saying you can kind of just pull a question out of literally whatever they said before that yeah and so with that you can kind of build a path because you stick to something but what i really mean is like okay uh you're my guest right and mm -hmm. i because i asked you on i want you, I want to listen to what you have to say. I feel like good podcasts, the host is really just allowing the guests to unload and talk. Yeah. So, like, as a host, I guess, like, staying on my point and, like, staying on their point without letting the guests sort of just, like, go off on tangents. Because mm -hmm. I go off on tangents. Like, do you find that that happens a lot? Yeah. I have, in my mind, because it's an hour and it is free-flowing, but in my mind... I do have like a what I want it to be, like what okay, I want so that what conversation want to be. Yeah, that makes sense. Duh. Even if I don't know what we're going to talk about, I kind of like. So if someone starts going off on a tangent, I'm actively listening. So the second I see them stop, they could have another point, mm -hmm. but I'll butt in with a question. Mm -hmm. And you, that's why i try that's why i'm about to do three episodes a week is because i just want to learn as fast as possible how to have the best conversations yeah it's because it's a skill to look at someone and realize if they have something important to say or if they're just going on a tangent and yeah. if they're just going on a tangent jump in cut them off with a question yeah i should do that <laughs> Yeah, cut me off. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, okay. Well, then let's get back. So, you <laughs> you had this concussion. You went oh, yeah, you went yeah, to yeah. the hospital. Yeah. Um, and I then, lay in the dark room. Yes. Listen to podcast comedy. And you actively learned that way, too, because you had to, like, be, you know, laying down, whatever. So, that's cool. You figured that out. Got back to school. Then. Well, do you want the long version of the story or the short? Like Whatever you feel is most beneficial. So this is the part I actually don't really talk about. So the Ooh, first exclusive. thing I did after getting, uh, like, being checked, I, take, I had taken medical leave off from school mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. The first thing I did was, like, in the last week of school, the f I was allowed out, but, like, why would I go back to school the last week? Yeah because uh, you know yeah. what i mean so i went to go see a comedy show doug benson rory scoble mm -hmm. amazing show amazing i went to it i posted a picture on instagram my uh advisor saw the picture on instagram and was like he's faking it all 
Oh my God, stop. So she act. My advisor, the person who I thought, and I'm not going to say names. I won't say even where I went on this podcast. Oh my God. My advisor, who I thought had my back, actively went and co- commented on Instagram. It's nice to see you out and about. After the school fucked up, sent me home. Like, yeah. uh, like after all that, oh my, my God, advisor dude. actively went against me. So then my senior year of high school, while taking all my first, like starting it off, I had to f- take all my exams from the last year. Dude. And I didn't have to before all this. Nah. And so, like, I fucking cut everyone off from my school. I really, Fuck. like, my senior year was shitty. I, like, yeah. I was rude to people because, like, I just felt like the like yeah. the people like I thought had months. trusted yeah. me had, like, fucked me over. And then, whatever. Go to college. College was great. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do stand-up mm-hmm. until I would do stand-up, like, here and there, like, one set every six months. Okay. First set, first and third set at the comedy store. Mm-hmm. Which is very cool. Cool story. The whole thing. Mom bought me a fake <laughs> ID so I could up perform. Go listen to if you want their full story. Yeah. Bought it, my mom bought me a fake ID so I could perform. Yeah. I performed. It was great. Uh, the The senior year, I needed... This is so funny because I've never really thought about the story like this <laughs> because it almost seems like it's not real how everything works out. Omens. We so, talk about this. Yeah, I know, but I, it's so funny. Like, yeah. I cool. didn't, I'm so bad at second languages that I didn't want to take a second language. Okay. Like, I just, I, I honestly am non, I'm dyslexic without no one, like, my mom told me if I didn't get tested, I didn't have it type shit. Yeah, I So, gotcha. like, I, I I do see words backwards. So, yeah. like... I see numbers backwards sometimes. Second languages are really tough. Yeah. So, I thought there was a program at the school near my college that I could take sign language. So, I take sign language, get A's. I wow. loved it. Go back. I'm about to... I'm in my last semester of college... And uh, they're like, so those credits are only worth 0.9. Oh, come on, dude. So I'm 0.2 credits shy of graduating. 0.2 credits. This is, I hate this fucking, this is how stupid you can't, these people can easily be like, it's all good, dude. So easily, but they have to stick to the fucking code. Like, to their stupid morals because they're stuck in a shitty cycle. Meanwhile, I'm Becky out here. Like, anyways, go dude. On. It's oh my fine. god, it's I haven't even I for real haven't thought about it like this in so long. That's so funny. <laughs> it's making me so mad because I I'm haven't sorry. thought about. No, it's great. I uh, I was point two. Sh- so I went to my theater teacher, mm-hmm. who had let me take the monologue class and do stand-up instead of monologues, mm-hmm. for, which was amazing because I was only... Uh, anyway, and I was like, if I do open mics and talk to you about it, can I have an independent study yes. as a stand-up? Dude! Mm. Fucking point five credits Fucking for an independent study. Nah, this is the bitch-ass shit. Oh. 
I was too scared to do comedy outside, so I didn't. I went to maybe two mics. Never told her about it. Come time to graduate, I'm like, so about that comedy independent study. She's like, oh, you want the credit? I was like, I explained to her everything. She was like, you didn't do it. Like, she was like, I'll give you a C minus. <laughs> So I graduated Sam. with a C minus in stand up. <laughs> that shit is hilarious, okay? C minus in stand up. My Sam school made C me the minus class. Buck. They made me the stand up class, got a C minus in it. That's literally what I do C's now. C's get degrees, how? <laughs> like, I just got a paid hotel room in Rochester and got paid more than ever. For, <laughs> and I literally got a C minus for this shit. <laughs> dude <laughs> so i no this is the weird this is oh my god because i got a c minus in that i was 0.02 points away from graduating cum laude so because i got a c minus in stand up i didn't graduate cum laude at my college dude because but did that... you come loud, A, eh, at your college? <laughs> All right. Cut, ah, cut the cameras. Got him. This is over. <laughs> Get I Irish was come loud. That was right. I <laughs> was. I was. So I'm allowed to make that joke. <laughs> Dude, how silly. Stand-up is the reason I didn't graduate come loud. Eh. That's hilarious. That's actually, is that a bit? That's a bit. It's never, no. I've never even thought about all of this until right now, how funny all that is, that I actually do because all right now I will I'll step in, I do work See, hard in stand up. Nostalgia's good. I do work hard in stand up. I really do. And that shit is so funny looking back. Like that's hysterical, dude. Who fucking like that's I had performed at the comedy store already. <laughs> I had gotten twice and I had gotten I got a C minus and didn't graduate cum laude because you, of that. You spent money to go there, broke the law, used a fake ID. They still gave you a C minus. That shit is so funny. That's hilarious. And then I did stand up and the senior showcase with the theater for the monologue class. We had to do. It was a, a full theater piece. So we, I had to do dance, like interpretive dance, My and I had man, to dude. act out. I had to like memorize lines, and then in between all that, I had to go out on stage and do stand up with no mic. I followed a girl doing a monologue about trying to commit suicide, yeah! and her parents <laughs> are like, sitting front row. <laughs> her parents are sitting front row. She finishes the story about her trying to kill herself. I come out, <laughs> you no come microphone. Louding. First joke I do, oh my, it, and I, is my body is a lot like my life, as in it looks fine, but when you really see it, you realize how much work it needs. And I <laughs> lift up my shirt and show my titties and fat stomach to the audience. No microphone. This girl just told a story about her trying to kill herself. Oh, my God. Yo, I ended up doing very well on those, but that shit was hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That that oddly reminded me of... <laughs> dude, I realized this recently. My first time ever... When you said monologue, in, like, middle school, seventh grade, I'll never forget it, English class, 
the seventh grade English class like always put on um, the play Shakespearean play. <sighs> what is it? Midnight. Uh, fucking Mid Midsummer Night's Dream. Midsummer Night's Dream. And you had to like if you wanted a particular part, you had to like go for it. And I, for some reason, audition. I, yeah, but like it was every seventh grader got a fucking part. So like they would just assign you if you didn't mm. give a fuck. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I really wanted Puck for some reason, which involved you were still in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And a little fairy boy. Um, that's what I wanted to actively be, and I made everybody know it. And it was because I thought it was the funniest part, and like you got a monologue. And so I, I ended up getting the part, and it was like a really fucking, I don't know, that I consider that my first time, like trying to be funny in front of a crowd well like i did for real like <laughs> I wanting did to theater like in school Me and stuff too. growing up and i got i remember i was so embarrassed in the moment and i wonder if this teacher because she knows my mom thinks about it now that she knows what i'm doing we had auditions you had to go up with a partner and sing a song or do a monologue or something and i went up and I sang at the top of my lungs like an idiot and like jumped up on tables and my partner was like, uh -uh, I, I that this. ain't it. <laughs> and I, I swear to God, I might have taken my shirt off. I don't remember. You were Burt Kreischer. I literally just Kreischer. went wild. Oh, and I remember getting off stage and being, getting, not <laughs> off stage, getting, going back to sit with the class, going back to sit with my eighth grade class. <laughs> And being so embarrassed, <laughs> being like so fucking embarrassed That's that I did that. That's the worst when you're that age. <laughs> and then I got this part in the play. It was this great play. It was actually awesome. <laughs> it was this great play. It was. I fucking, I was a playwright. I fucking wrote plays that were put on in theaters. I got a shit. C minus in comedy. Okay? I got an A in playwriting. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> Which is even funnier. <laughs> I, um, in advanced playwriting too. Anyway, <laughs> I, um, I, get this part where the whole play i'm in the audience with my this another girl who's playing my wife mm -hmm. and i'm heckling the play as it's happening <laughs> and i'm like a pretty big part but i keep getting up and screaming at the play and everyone was and that honestly was probably the first time yeah I had seen Jim Gaffigan before that, but that was the first time I had made, like... Because it was a big theater that, that probably held over 100 people. Yeah. Made, like, a big audience laugh. Dude, I don't know why you just reminded me of another, like... <laughs> when I was in college... Co comedy's always, like, been a healing thing. I don't know. I just... If I have certain comics where I like them at the time, I, like, have them on repeat all the... I've just memorized it all. And in college... I think Let Me Explain had just come out, Kevin Hart's special. And, dude, I must have made everybody, like, in, in like, the design building, we had, like, a whole lab and had a big projector, and, like, that's where the whole major did their work all night long. I must have played Let Me Explain on that projector at twice a week for, like, a fucking semester and, like, made people sick with it, dude. I don't know, like... <sighs> It's hard not to do that, but I feel like that got me through so much shit. No, I used to fall asleep watching Daniel Tosh, 
Aziz Ansari. Crystalia um, cured my insomnia. It might have just been those two. I would watch their specials. I'd put them on, and I'd fall asleep to them every single night. And then mm-hmm. after that, I'd fall asleep to comedy albums for yeah. years. For years and years, I would s- fall asleep to stand-up comedy. Yeah. And I would wake up, and it would still be playing. I would let, like... I even bought Pandora Unlimited, so it would just keep oh running God. and shit. Dude, that's how I, like... I dived into it, like, for real, and made it part of my life. Was I was honestly falling to sleep to it every single night, waking up, listening to it. Just, like, living in a world of that. And then... Because you have to... S- you're in a world so outside of that all the time, like, when you're not doing it. That like you need a break, and yeah. so now I'm just pendulum swings both ways, man. Now I'm like, and uh, and I gotta do the opposite. I guess that's really that's dope. That was college. That was college. Ay ay ay. Okay, so you you did comedy. You got through college with a C minus in comedy, and then how long after until you actually started doing comedy? So, I was dating a girl while I went to college. When I got out of college, I was like, I had a job, a pretty good job. I was Mm. working a good amount. It wasn't a good job, but I made it a good job. Within like two months of graduating, I became the marketing manager Mm -hmm. of this chain, which was pretty good. And I was doing comedy. Like Once I graduated, I kind of was like, I have to. So probably within a month of graduating, I was going to Mike's every week. And uh, that just kept... Gr- like, I, you can't not do anything. And I it's don't been know. almost like, three years. Yeah, and it's just been almost three years now. Mm-hmm. And when the pandemic hit, I uh, I lost it for the first time since mm-hmm. that. And that's when I reached out to yeah. you guys and started the podcast. Dude, I remember when when you came to us, you were like, we were already doing Kings and like SCC, but you were like the first person to come to us to be like, I I have an idea. I want it. I want it to look like this, and I'm doing it because of this, and I don't know what's gonna happen, but like I gotta do this. And you had like a special meeting with us, and it was very official. And I kid you not, like, you left that day, and I'm like, dude, that kid's going to, like, change so many things. And it, that's that's going to be, like, such a great, awesome project. And I'm, like, so happy to work on it and, like, was so excited. And, like, that I kind of learned how to produce on your show, too. So, like, you've been yeah. literally in my journey. Well, <laughs> we got paired up, kind of. Like, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we got paired up. <laughs> yeah. We were, we knew we, like, we were friends, but yeah. it wasn't like. Yeah. But our energies matched yeah. to work how I work, I think, you and know? those first couple episodes, like, dude, I don't know. They meant so much. And especially, like, the people, ha- like, Casey mm-hmm. and. Chase was like a, g- a dude. Well, shout like out to Chase Abel. Shout out Chase you know? Abel. Well, I want shout out to Brianna Woodward being yeah. episode three and Al Christakis being episode yeah, two. Dude. And oh now they're God. dating. I think that I, I will take credit for yeah. their relationship. <laughs> it's a bucked up relationship. <laughs> yeah. And Irish and I were the, like, we, we started you guys it were all. number one. Dude, I mean, it was just like such a great start, and like it just always, it just conti- it's been great this whole time. I've really enjoyed working on 
on this whole thing with you. So I'm and so proud to see how far we've come. I feel like, like I have stuck down. to that vision. Yeah, dude. that I first gave you. Yeah, like, like some I people have consistency issues, and like Sandbug is not one of those people. Like you are on, you know. Like well, I want to make it as simple as possible, so it's the least amount. Of course, more work always yeah. starts building with everything, but I want to make it the least amount of work as possible. Yeah, but like even if it, even if it wasn't, it's just it's like what you're doing is like very enjoyable. But so. that's what people don't understand. I think is mm -hmm. like, you guys are in a world with so much crazy talent <laughs> that people have no idea with. No idea. And like <laughs> I'm in a world with that people don't understand the crazy talent yep. that I'm with. Even if they see it, they don't like understand it. Yeah. And so that's why you have to create teams. Like yeah. A Rashid posted you're a combination of the five people you hang out the most with. Yep. It's and true. like even though we're in different cities we I talk like every yeah, day, exactly. though. Like, yeah. Like, I, and I want to hang out with people who work hard and who also want to grow and be dope. Like, yeah, and who are inspiring because, like, you can work hard and you can work yourself to the bone, but if you're not, like, making the most of what you're doing... You have to work and smart like, and hard. Yeah, and if you're miserable working at what you're doing, like, that's not inspiring at all. Like, you don't want to be around that type of person and, like... It, it it's like a virus, you know, it spreads to the people around you that are putting out the good vibes. Like, well, that's why I know? feel like I'm lazy is because everything I do, I love so much. Yeah. So it feels like I'm not doing anything. Yeah, you, they really I am very lucky that I can live at home. Yeah, that some people don't have that. Mm -hmm. And that is a real thing that I do acknowledge that I can live at home and to be able to save money. But I don't want to. I and I grinded. Mm -hmm. And now being able to kind of like. like You're doing it. But like you. People don't tell you that you can actually make money. <laughs> from whatever. It just takes if time. If someone like else does. Else. How do you think everyone else makes money? Yeah. And I mean like people don't think about it. Like uh, it depends on what you want your podcast to be. Like we're talking podcast right. Like or whatever it is. But like. If you want your podcast to be something that eventually makes you money, that's cool. And you have to think about it in a business way then. Some people are just like, I just want to come in and like, this is my vacation for the week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then it's a totally different mindset. But you got to know what you want out of it. You got to, you know? Yeah, like, perfect example is Ducellus. Mm -hmm. Shout out CC88 Gallery Space in Brooklyn. Who hosted our event last night. Who hosted the first bucked up night of rap and comedy. Yes. It's so fucking, that was... One of the best nights ever. Mm -hmm. But he is a real rapper. Like, mm -hmm. songs, done shows with uh, fucking from Mob Such Deep to nice Wu-Tang Clan. No, you would never know. God, owns, this owns a gallery that he puts shows on every single night of the week and also works hard because that's his passion. Mm -hmm. Like, find other ways to make money, too. Look at what you do. Yeah. Making necklaces. Yeah. You when we're all hanging <laughs> out, instead of being on your phone, everyone sits there. I'm sitting there. Like literally ten minutes ago I was like, shit, let me check my notifications. <laughs> and I won't yeah. even actually look at them. I'll turn my phone around. Yeah. And I I'll be scrolling looking at shit mm -hmm. and you'll be there working. Yeah. Find it, you know? Yeah, but like to me that like it is work, but it's not work. I'm I'm just like creating things. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're it's doing what you're supposed to do. I'm like, I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to follow the muse. I'm trying to follow like what my passions are and not. Cause I know I'm like good at shit and I can do shit. And like people tell me to do this, this and this. But like. Only if I feel like it. You know what yeah. I mean? But you do <laughs> like have to push yourself into an uncomfortable zone. Yeah. And I hate to do this, but shout out Dylan Negri. Yeah. <laughs> but he I'll was like, him on, hopefully. he was like, I sent a tape out and I hate sending tapes. And, I th- and the guy was like, that's dope. And that's true. You uh, just the just thing like. Maybe I oh, maybe I don't want to push that product or that event one more time. Yeah. But maybe someone hasn't seen it yet, and yeah. that person like, just do it. Just yeah. if you, uh, just do it. Yeah, that's it. Do it now. Just do it and do it now. Yeah, I think we have to change. Just do it to do it now, because like you can just do it and you can put it on your list of things to just do. But like, do it now. It helps with the ADD. It really does. Yeah, it really does. That's what that's what's gonna be my thing. Keep yourself busy. Not too busy, but like plan quick and don't plan. I'm bad at planning things super in the future. Yeah. You know, this is a perfect segue, actually, because at the like towards the end of every episode where I've been trying to do is hold myself accountable for the next time. Like like have some kind of goal or something that I know that I'm going to do. So, for instance, uh, in the first episode with Laura, um, she was going to hold herself accountable. We decided to do it together um, to make like uh, this video compilation and to start some writing. And then I was going to start pod class, which I did. And then um, one of the most recent things that I did was I was holding myself accountable for uploading one of the notebooks that I designed to Amazon, which it is on there. Thank you, everyone. Um, You can get it now on Amazon. I'll link it in the bio of this podcast. So um, I'm holding myself accountable to, uh, hold on, staying on track (laughs) was the first one. That wasn't a joke, and you heard the joke she did say. (laughs) And saying just do it now and, like, post, like, in the next week, like, just fucking pushing, pushing the stuff, like what you're saying, like, posting more. And like put it pushing my product. I posted more. three times today on Instagram. And like, who cares, right? Who who does that? Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. You don't have to like pick something, but like, I just that's I think that that will help me. I'm gonna what say that I? the next week. I need to be healthier In because things have been going well. I've been like celebrating with food. Okay. Like last night, I was like, oh, last night was such a good night. Let me eat McDonald's <laughs> at the one a.m. <laughs> And it's like, I don't need McDonald's at 1 a.m. Okay. I could go get beef jerky from the corner store, and it's a much healthier option. Yeah. Or hummus and carrots. I've eaten so much hummus in my <laughs> life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My uh, hair was cur- my hair wasn't curly. <laughs> <laughs> I did have to straighten my hair today. Um, okay. So... <laughs> Um, the next time that you're on, I'm gonna ask you about that. All right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone know if I'm. Well, you'll see if I'm posting more. I did say that I was gonna post about my Amazon things that you can buy on Amazon now. So I guess I'll do that. Um, but you you oh I remember why I even brought this up. You said that you were bad about like planning things in the future, like oh, big yeah. things. 
But last night went so well, and I know that you want to do another one of those things. So do you feel like that's something that you'll, like, you know, want to do again? or like? I would love to, but I realize that I need to, like, have you help me with <laughs> okay. it. Like, I... <laughs> okay. I really... Oh, this sounds so... This sounds so douchey. But I really am good. I'm a good idea guy, <laughs> and I need someone to like, kind of like High five. help no, me. No, this is our new right. We, our scars. Oh, our scars. Our there scars. <laughs> I uh, I need like some help. I got with you. It. Managing. Yeah, make, managing the event. Make sure things happen on time, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like just dealing with some stuff. Just like. I feel you. But. By the grace of God and by miracle right. after miracle, I'm not joking. Yeah, no, true. Last night turned out to be one of the best nights ever. Yeah. And, you and know, it showed me so much for what I can do for the future. That's dope, dude. And like and no, nothing. The first thing of anything is not going to be perfect. You know what but I mean? But it was like, perfect it for was, the first it, thing. That's what I mean. It could not have gone better for like the first event of those things. But in terms of like we knew that this is going to be something that you want to do, like mm -hmm. whatever, and, and have more intertwinements of like comedy and rap, which is I think is awesome because those are my two favorite things. Um, but like it's good to like all, everything's a learning like experience. Like opportunity was literally like swarming that entire place last night. It was amazing. And people stayed and they wanted to yeah. hear music and comedy and like Also everyone who performed was fantastic, but shout out to Raina Simone, dude. What a woman. Check out her music right now. Forget this podcast. <laughs> Subscribe to this podcast before you leave. It's and funny then that I'm saying Raina. this to you, but just like, what a person. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, female rapper, female musician, that doesn't matter. She's one of the best artists. Yeah. People. I very minds, much. I brains, admire her a like, lot. I admire her a lot. She was, if you want more of her too, she was a guest on Bucked Up as well. So go check her out and check out her music for sure. It's really good. And she has something to say, dude. Um, and she knows it. So that's cool. I should have her on this podcast. You really should. Yeah. You should have, yeah, Mont. Have oh my God. Oh, dude. Big Mont. Shout out Super Permi and Big Mont yes. too. Dude. Can I say, wait, you should say the thing about the Super Permi thing and me. And I don't know if you're ready to talk about that thing yet. Oh Are no! I'm, I'm not, not gonna. Yet. I'm not gonna okay, spoil okay. it. I'm not okay, gonna okay. spoil it. Okay. But I do want to say that it was really cool having two female rappers on yes. a three rapper show. It was very cool. Who are very I talented. Hate, I hate because I love. I I love all rap, but fucking super permy and Raina Simone. Crushed the that. amount of power and energy and just sheer talent that they brought and mm -hmm. big mont for real but i just mean that they're is not just real doing thing. it because like it's the same thing like podcasting and everything else it's like they're not just doing it because they think that that you know what i mean they're, no they that's have their, yeah a passion a drive and a message and that is like their path and you can tell yeah it's really cool it is it's it really is so cool, cool Go back and listen to my episodes with them to hear how I know both of them. Mm -hmm. Because Big Mom was the first rapper I ever interviewed in person. Mm -hmm. On this couch. On this couch. On this couch. This iconic couch. We I interviewed Big Mont for the first time. Mm -hmm. But Raina and Maya, super permy, mm -hmm. Maya, I've known 
I for for just crazy reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having I, me. I would love to have you back. Of c- whenever. Because I feel like we're, we're just going to keep talking. Of so course. always leave them wanting more. Um, would you like to, pl- first of all, wi- plug all of your things? Oh, yeah. Listen yeah. to the Bucked Up podcast on Apple, YouTube, Spotify. Follow Bucked Up podcast on Instagram. Um You'll see my comedy dates. You'll see when we have live events. You'll see some dope rap. You'll see some dope art. You'll see some dope comedy. Honestly, mm-hmm. just give it a look. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, and and if you want to see us together, uh, where Sam's going to be doing comedy, I'm hosting a paint night in Hell's Kitchen on uh, October 21st. It's a Thursday night, and we're doing paint night first. And it's BYOB and all of the things. Um, I'll throw the link in the bio as well, and I'll post about it. But uh, we're going to have Karen Feehan, Katie Boyle, and Sam Buck performing after com- uh, after our paint night doing comedy. After com? Uh, after <laughs> com. I was going to say after comedy. But <laughs> performing comedy after paint night that I will be instructing. We will make you come. We will make you laugh. <laughs> all of the above. Um, so that that's where you can find both of us. You can find me at Ani underscore Moosh on Instagram and by underscore Moosh on Instagram as well. If you want to check out all my art and support me, um, I'm throwing some more actual like physical art up there as well as like candles and some other really fun things that Sam was watching me create the other night that we were just talking about. Um, so check or go go check out my website, AniMooshMina.com to buy all that stuff as well. And if you are interested in, in podcasting or any content at all, check out too much content.live on Instagram. That's also our website um, where we uh, we also have podcast that's up on our Instagram there, too much content.live where you can learn how to podcast as well. Um, so that's that's all that's all a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, and subscribe to this podcast, House Ho. Wait, can I give you one? More piece of advice yes. before we stop. Yeah. Someone gave it to me and I don't remember who, oh. but they said plug one thing. I have so many things to plug, yeah. Like one, one big thing. thing, like your yeah. Instagram or your website where everyone can check that shit out because okay. people will go to one thing. Dude, right but now, they just go to Ani underscore Moosh on Instagram. I post everything there and I will link all the things there. I also have a link tree. I'll put it in the description of this podcast where you can find <laughs> all of my links. Cool. Is that? <laughs> yeah, I already checked out. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll see you guys next time. Bye, Bye hoes. <laughs>